Oh, so is 3.0 the one that has the sexual attractiveness category in Onyx? Maybe. We don't We don't serve Onyx 3.0. We don't know. Oh. So it's those places we have to send them a CSV. So that's how we tell them that our books are sexually attractive. But wait, Joe, there's more. Hi, I'm Joe Beale, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 28 years. I'm Ellie Blue, the Vice President of Microcosm. We started this podcast to share what we've learned with newer publishers so you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to learn about the publishing industry. This week we are going to answer a reader question, which is, what is Onyx and do small publishers need to use it? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. I yes. apologize in advance, small publishers, and yes, for and what you're about to learn. I'm sorry also. <laughs> oh wait, I guess you can't answer yes to what is Onyx, though you kind of can. Onyx is sort of like a code. It's a secret code. Whoa. It's not like a program. Now you language. just made it sound way more exciting. Uh, you know, the things I have to do to get myself motivated sometimes. Onyx is an information delivery mechanism. It is. It's like every book, it has ways to encode every piece of data that might be relevant about your book from its format to its availability to its language to its length. Trim size. Trim size. Um, page count. Age range, grade level, market, um, publication date. Sexual attractiveness. There isn't an Onyx code for that. That's so weird, huh? But well, there, there's what an Onyx code them for on title, for subtitle. It's like HTML. Okay. It's it's sort of like HTML. Like if you put all of your all of the data you need to into HTML, you'll have a website. If you put all of your book data into Onyx, you'll have an Onyx feed. Way less exciting, but you'll have a block of coded text that you can send to any other entity in the publishing universe, and they will be able to. Um, ingest that into their system so that they have accurate data about your book, in theory. Wow, that was really good, Ellie. Thank you. You must do this professionally. To my great displeasure, yes. <laughs> Probably on a daily basis, and for that I apologize. <laughs> Onyx is screaming from the rooftops what books you have, what they're current. Are they dating someone else? Are they available? Are they in a complicated relationship? Who is it with? Ooh, hubba hubba. Have they been cancelled? <laughs> right. Are they available? Are they too available? Are they overstocked for good reason? Are they uh, indefinitely out of stock? Ooh, yeah, my favorite is um, but not out of print. the one. Yeah, the, There's a code that's like we don't have any, we don't know when we're going to get more, but we're not giving up on this yet. We're not ready to give the rights back to the author. That's all that tells me. Yeah, that's really, it's like we're not, we're not, we, like we've pretty much given up, but we haven't decided on that. So despite Joe's grandiose claims, Ugh. when you send out an Onyx feed, it doesn't actually shout it from the rooftops to the general population. It only shouts it to specific receivers. For instance, Edelweiss or Ingram or Baker and Taylor or whatever other distributor you happen to be working with, I'll probably deal in Onyx. Does anyone else deal in Onyx? Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Like, pretty much everybody you would deal with deals in Onyx. Like, that's how they would... 
The big ones. Take information about a book. And if you're a small press, yes, you do need to use it. That's the bad news. The good news is that your distributor would be the one that would handle this. Like yeah. when you fill out those infernal title data forms in their system, they would then send that to they all of their partners. The yeah. They would, and they would export the Onyx. And so Onyx is why those forms are so terrible and why you're like, going down a drop down where you're like no it's not a cassette it's not a vhs type oh here's paperback book down at the bottom that's because they're showing you like all the onyx categories not the default for some unknown reason (laughs) you have to scroll through blister pack and action figure (laughs) okay so one other thing about onyx that i just want to share is that it's only used in the publishing industry so like if you're selling your books to like a non-book company they don't know what to do with your Onyx. Right. So they would use, like, what is a more standardized version of an Onyx, which is a comma-separated value, which yeah. basically means all the same data, but, you know, they can, like, resequence it a little more palatably. And I'm also going to, like, share with you Deep a trade dirt secret, today. which is that most trade of the time, secrets. so long as you're using the Onyx headers and the Onyx, like, terms... You don't necessarily have to have an Onyx configuration. You can have a CSV file. Whoa. And most of these same entities will accept that CSV file in, ex- <coughs> in, in lieu of an Onyx feed. Um, can I say something else about it? I have a lot to Just say. I, deep, it turns dark out I've secrets. actually been a little bit pent up about this. Mm, I see. Okay, so like many. Um, I'll just sit here. Like many, like many things, Onyx has gone through multiple generations. And so, for a long time, God, I can't even remember. I have, like, a mental block about this, but, like... Bernie's literally yawning. We had to build out Onyx. Is it 2.1, 2.7? 2. 2.1. 2.1. So, most entities that we send Onyx to will only take 2.1, even though there is a newer standard, which is, is it 3.0? 3.0. Why I'm is sure 1.1 like... and 1... Why? I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. 2.1 is the standard for most places, but some places also have started accepting Onyx 3.0, which is just the same, but with some categories changed. And some places will only accept Onyx 3.0. Even among places that accept the same version of Onyx, they will have different standards for how they accept that Onyx. For instance, there's two different Onyx fields that tell you about a book's availability. Well, this is great that, I mean, I, I think we've just talked 14 publishers into not becoming a publisher. <laughs> this is the price you might pay. And, like, honestly, like, don't even worry about this unless you are getting into, like, distribution or you're getting into, like, serious DIY or you're just, like, a nerd about this stuff, in which case, welcome. I'm I sure think that's a geek, but fair enough. You'll enjoy it. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing. On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. This is the level of, I would say, stupidity and dis- or, no, stupidity is the wrong word. I actually recently learned that's an ableist term. It is. I apologize. Um, this is the level Comes of, back to eugenics. You should read our book about eugenics. Oh, my God. 
I have so much I have so much to learn. Um, anyway, you're watching me learn now, but I'm also schooling you about this terrible topic of onyx where <laughs> you have it's just like the it just shows I feel like how mired in bureaucracy and disorganization our industry truly is if you like open up the hood and you look inside. It's not, not all the parts are connecting and they're the way they need to.